tribe, it's a new age groove, one step at a time, yeah, we move to the tune, while we're set in the style, know it is what it is, chamo new, new high, good vibes when we get down with the tribe, it's a new age groove, one step at a time, yeah, we move to the tune, while we're set in the style, know it is what it is. Hey everyone, welcome to News by the Catalyst, a podcast about politics, culture, and entertainment. We'll be your hosts, Max Njaka. And Shiko Aidaka. Shiko, this week... It's a bit gloomy, even the weather outside, pretty much. True. And uh, yeah, it was followed by some very sad news about Benjamin Ayimba. He was a prolific rugby player and coach. He passed away while getting treated for cerebral malaria. Yeah, so it is a sad one. Um, his but his achievements as a player locally and coach internationally is one for the books because he he actually led Kenya Sevens to the first ever Sevens World series cup in 2009 Mm -hmm. um he then went on to lead kenya sevens to a historic semi-final appearance in the rugby world cup in dubai also in 2009 Mm. good year for kenya rugby i I guess (laughs) um and in 2016 he led kenya sevens to their first ever sevens world series title over fiji at uh, the 2016 singapore sevens oh that was i remember that i remember that moment it was it was such an amazing moment so historic yeah yeah um so yeah so of course he he received you know there was an outpouring of love and support um from local and international rugby circles um yeah his passing really hurt a lot of people yeah true and if there's anyone who deserves you know the egh medal it should be him mm-hmm. not Gideon, man. no <laughs> yeah give it he's a real one give mm-hmm. it to him yeah speaking so, of sports mm-hmm. we're moving on to gymnastics mm-hmm so <laughs> Simone Biles became the first woman in history to land a Yachenko double pike in a competition as a person mostly obsessed with goats. <laughs> she is really up there with no one else. It's just her. And then the rest, the rest, you know, others. Yeah, she is the bar. Mm-hmm. She's set to the bar. She is the bar. <laughs> um, yeah. She's she's even famed for, for being banned from performing a triple twisting double back off the balance beam. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a move that had never been done before. She literally invented it and then was swiftly banned from doing it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Apparently, when, you know, she pulled off this Yachenko pike, she was scored very low to discourage other participants <laughs> from doing the move. Can you believe this? Yeah. Don't don't do anything too well. You're gonna hurt the other contestants' feelings. <laughs> I don't know. That, is that how sports works? Is this kindergarten or professional sports? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> and on top of that, uh, they also on top of that, there will also be a fear that Biles is so good that she might be doing a handful of moves that her rivals cannot or dare not attempt. Like, what are you doing in the sport if you're not being the best? Exactly. And this is like a recurring story that we see, especially for black female athletes, Mm -hmm. black Mm -hmm. women. Um, You know, we saw it with Serena and Venus when they first came into the game. Casta Semenya. There's always this issue of you're doing too much. You're too good. Like, just hold up, you know. Yeah, true. When it's like we're pushing the sport forward. How else does progress happen within a sport? Nobody told, you know, Michael Jordan, you're doing too much. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or, you know, Michael Phelps. Yeah. (laughs) Who's like literally built like a fish or a duck or some kind of water animal. Mm -hmm. He's basically Aquaman. Yeah. He has like webbed feet and he has webs. (laughs) Practically gilled, scaled. And, you know, people would praise him. People were praising him back in the day. Like, look at this specimen. He was built for the pool. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, because he's he also has an advantage over literally all other streamers because his body produces less lactic acid than the average person, so he has his, a much faster recovery time. And yet he wasn't told. He wasn't told. Okay, give the other ones like a head start. Yeah. No. In fact, the Olympics, being able to bounce back quickly and compete again, are distinct advantages for any athlete. But an asterisk on the any, because yeah. <laughs> any exhibitions <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly boo but go simone she's doing the damn thing mm-hmm. we love her see what else she does hopefully they allow her to do this move or keep to keep pushing because yeah. that's what pushes a spot forward okay speaking of women who are doing their damn thing mm-hmm. kenya recently got a new chief justice <laughs> Martha Kome was officially sworn in as the 15th Chief Justice of Kenya. Mm-hmm. Go ladies, go hey. ladies. <laughs> yeah. It's a win. Uh, but of course, people are still unsure of what to call her. Is it lady, madam? Yeah, so yeah, with our new lady Chief Justice, people are... We don't know what title to use for her. Mrs. Chief Justice, madam. She's Ms. Mm-hmm. Baby girl, <laughs> Chief Justice. I don't know. Oh, man. Uh... What? That was so awkward. <laughs> Never call her baby girl. <laughs> I'd hope, like, you're making it to Chief Justice levels, you never have to endure a baby girl. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> Ew. But uh, she's also third in line to succeed in case the president and the deputy are not there. Hmm. Spicy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, speaking <laughs> of succession, mm-hmm. <laughs> the speaker of the house, mm-hmm. Justin Maturi, is set to succeed Uhuru, and he underwent specific rituals to ensure that he's ready for his new role. So this, okay, let's be specific. To succeed yeah. him as an, uh, like a what, a leader in the in the community? Yeah, in the, yeah. Not to succeed him as... Not in the president, <laughs> yes. let's just be clear let's be on clear. that. We know constitution, guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of. Uh, yeah, so, yes, as you're saying, so he went through some rituals to... Yeah. And uh, to, you know, prepare him for this new role. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's quite amazing. Mm-hmm. Incredible, actually. He is not allowed to leave his house mm-hmm. or see a woman and eats a special diet for eight days in which he's in seclusion. It sounds like coming of age 2.0 or something, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Circumcision 2. Yeah. The sequel. No. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, he... So, yeah, he said eight days mm-hmm. in seclusion. Yeah, and he was crowned in an elaborate ceremony at the historic Mukure Wa... I can't, I can't say this name. Can Nyagadanga. You? Okay, great. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, <laughs> I would Mukure butcher that. Nyagadanga Shrine mm-hmm. <laughs> in Gaturi, in yeah. Moranga. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's allowed to only meet certain people, elders who are cleansed during that period. Mm-hmm. And apparently men who can sire children. Who can... Sire, let me just be clear. Uh-huh. Can sire children are barred from meeting the initiate. So you're saying he was only allowed to be around men who cannot sire children. Mm-hmm. Basically, sterile men? Is that, are we saying that? Is yes, that you should say blank. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Um, I mean, I get why um, you know, rituals like these are important. Mm-hmm. But you know this this whole like uh, <laughs> shooting blanks men or whatever. Yeah. It's giving 
me some incelly vibes. I don't know. Yeah, true. And where are they getting all these men? Hmm. How who, do you know? Who can't sire a and child? Who can? How? <laughs> Maybe they're like pulling up on like support groups for men who can't have kids. <laughs> they're like, hey, all bad. I'm sorry about the whole, you know, sterile thing. But on the bright side, you can come and be part of this ritual. <laughs> Non-siring men only, baby. Oh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> most leaders from the area have embraced his ordaining to succeed the president. And even more are coming forward to support the move. Hmm. Yeah, I know it's all fun and games until you hear someone tell you, just vote right next time. Mm-hmm. And these things are happening. It's the most, thing you'll, the most hilarious thing you'll ever hear. Yeah, true. And um, we're here thinking like, oh, we're, we're just going to vote and the next leader is going to be selected. Yeah. But... In the real sense, they're showing us, like, this is your next leader. Yeah. <laughs> Did that make sense? Sure. <laughs> Did it make sense? Are you asking me? Are you asking me? Okay, it it cool. did. Let's okay, continue. Cool. <clears throat> Manuel, will edit that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the event happened, uh, the crowning, the ceremony, and it was live streamed. I think it's funny to have, like, a... It's a super traditional ceremony on live stream. Building bridges between the old and the new. (laughs) But I don't think there's any amount of cleansing that can clean these politicians up, man. None whatsoever. Unless there's some, like, cleansing jail time involved. Mm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, and speaking of cleansing, hopefully, cleansing us of the virus. Yes. (laughs) Is that a segue? I'm making it a segue. Yes, it is. (laughs) So the Ministry of Health um, has posted that the second dose of the vaccine won't be available or likely not available. And people who got the first dose, just be happy you got something, basically, is the, the message, the takeaway. Oh, wow. So for a ministry ran by a rapper's father, we expected at least a follow-up on this project? Right? Yeah. A little something, a little sophomore drop, album drop. It's never as good as the first, though. It's never as good as the <laughs> debut. Maybe that's <laughs> why. He's worried about sophomore slump. <laughs> um, but, you know, with a mystery, ministry... Uh, even in the recent past, having talked about possible vaccine mixing, mm-hmm. you know, we were we were headed down this we road. We were joking about this. <laughs> yeah. But now it's happening. We thought it was jokes. <laughs> now see. Um, but yeah, we don't know how this is going to end. Mm-hmm. And considering the first people to get the vaccine were supposed to be essential workers, this is, this is quite cruel. Yeah, planning is just not a strong suit for this country, nope. but we're expected at least they would care for the police. Given that they're always deploying them to stop people from protesting. Right. And, and then there was taxes placed on syringes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's not really actually business savvy that they decided to block the second dose, the vaccination problem. Why not are you blocking your own bag, right? ministry? <laughs> Come on. They should have just gotten the Johnson & Johnson. That just requires a single dose. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> double Johnson. And it's still a single but dose? But a single dose. <laughs> yeah, really. So we're just... We'll see how this pans out. I did see an update that a f- there was a few thousand doses have actually come for the second dose. Oh, okay. But literally like 70-something thousand. So st- still just a drop in, in the, the bucket. Ocean. True. Yeah. We'll see. And in news a bit outside of Kenya, mm-hmm. but within the continent, um, Mount Niragongo. Niragongo. Yes. Mount Niragongo in the DRC. 
which is actually one of the world's most active volcanoes, erupted, leaving many people homeless. So it spewed out a river of lava, um, but stopped short of Goma, which is a city of 2 million just south of the volcano. Mm-hmm. At least 15 deaths have been confirmed, but the number is likely to rise as officials reached the hardest hit areas. Nine of the victims died in a traffic accident as people fled. Yeah, this isn't the first time this has happened. In 2002, the eruption that occurred left 250 people dead mm. and 120,000 homeless. Mm. So, however, the deadliest eruption occurred in 1977 that uh, it left 600 people dead. Wow. Um, so apparent, but apparently possible volcanic activity hasn't been properly observed by the Goma Volcano Observatory since the World Bank cut funding a few years ago amid allegations of corruption. That is quite sinister. Yeah, corruption again, doing, doing it again. Mm-hmm. One thing you can count on in this continent. So speaking of things that are hot, mm-hmm. Lil Nas X, hey. <laughs> <laughs> he made an appearance on SNL. Uh, recently, and he suffered a wardrobe malfunction. Oops. His trousers actually tore live on the air, oh, right wow. in the crotch region, right in the money zone. <laughs> this <laughs> is X, wow. Yeah. <laughs> almost did a little peenable, peekable peen. Um, almost. It's, I could have planned it better if I had like a little Nas X like voodoo doll that I'm trying to strip that was like perfect targeting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he his trousers tore, and he was unable to do the rest he had this whole pole choreo- choreography planned yeah um but he couldn't do it and he had to keep his hand on his crotch unfortunately for us um <laughs> throughout the whole performance mm-hmm. um i'm sure a few people would not have minded seeing the other little nazis uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> true and uh, he learned from this mm-hmm. because the next time he made an appearance he made it on the jimmy fallon show yeah and he was rocking a skirt uh-huh. Then he said, uh-uh, you're not going to get me this time. I'm not trusting pants anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Smart. And now it's also easier. Mm. You know, he can control wh- whether he wants his peen to make an appearance. <laughs> it's all up to him and it's easier access. So yeah. Smart. Good looking out, little Nas X. Mm-hmm. So speaking of peen and penises, penai. Peen. Speaking of peens, mm-hmm. uh, all the way in Britain, there's a police officer who is awaiting uh, an outcome. He's expected to lose his job after he told a female PSCO that he had stirred her tea with his penis. Wow. L- literal tea bagging. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> the officer, uh, first of all, that's disgusting, yeah. of course. Goes without saying. Extremely. Nasty. Mm-hmm. Uh, this officer is called Nasty. Stephen Nas. <laughs> Ayo, yes. Where's the broom boom? Yeah. So this officer, whose name is Stephen Green, claimed he was oh just having a laugh, just having a bit of a laugh and a good time. Uh, his actions were because he misconstrued the type of relationship they shared. How? How is that even possible? I know. In I this d- context, I don't know what. There's no relationship we share mm-hmm. ever in which it's okay or funny for you to stick your dick in my tea. No. Yeah, true. And uh, apparently this is not the first time Mm -hmm. because there's been other cases or reports of uh, misconduct from him, misconduct allegations rather, Mm -hmm. uh, that could lead to nine counts of sexual harassment. Yeah. Imagine nine. 
in one incident, he made sexual comments towards the same woman. Mm-hmm. The same woman whose tea he started, wow. He, um, while he was, okay, so he made comments to her while he was licking his lips and gyrating his hips during a canteen break. Then another time where he watched her changing in the locker room and tried giving her a massage without consent. This is a lot. This is so disgusting. This guy gives me the heebie-jeebies, nasty. A fellow PSCO officer said Mr. Green made disgusting remarks on on an occasion where he told the female officer that he was above her ranks and if he wanted her to bend over the table, then she had to abide. Ew. Never forgetting this misdemeanor where he took a picture of the junior officer from her Instagram and had it printed on a cup with the words brilliant but not perfect. Of course she returned the gift, but like this is a very sick man. Ew. And so all these things he has done, then finally I guess the, the police service draws the line and all right, now she he stuck his she, dick in the tea. Mm-hmm. Let's let's take action now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but when he was asked to clarify about the locker room incident, uh, a fellow, okay, sorry, not him. When asked to clarify about the locker room incident, another fellow female officer who overheard the altercation said the door wasn't knocked on, but he forcefully opened it and making the weird remarks, mm-hmm. um, which is contrary to what Green's statement said, uh, which he said he had only headed into the locker room to try and talk to the junior officer to make friends after constantly being made fun of by his team for being unfriendly. So, you know, the best time to make friends with people is when they're, they're changing and naked in a female locker room as a man. I don't know where he learned how to make friends, but... Yeah. You know. It's no wonder this dude is friendless. Mm-hmm. But maybe he was adding... Maybe he's adding a new tea flavor. This is all, you know... There's green tea. Mm-hmm. Now groin tea. (laughs) No, but this guy should be locked away. Like I think he should get jail time. Jail time. Yeah. I I would. Would it be extreme if I just said like he deserved death? Whoa. Yeah. A little bit. Took took a bit of a dark turn there. Duh. It's all right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) From death to almost dead. Uh There was an elderly woman in India who woke up just before she was going to be burned alive by her family. Okay, wait, (laughs) that sounds bad. (laughs) They were not trying to murder her. Okay. (laughs) Her family thought she had passed away from COVID. So they, yeah, so she, they thought she was dead and they were about to, to cremate her essentially. Her name is Shakuntala Gaikwad, Mm -hmm. who's, she's 76 she, they thought she was died. She had died from coronavirus, and the family had prepped the cremation. They were ready. They were doing the damn thing. Um, so this whole thing arose from the fact that she tested positive for COVID, yeah. right? And uh, after her condition became like worse, mm-hmm. uh, she was taken to the hospital, and uh, they couldn't secure a bed because the situation in India, you know, it's it's pretty bad. Yeah. So it was really hard to even secure a bed. So they decided, like, you know what? We're just going to have like the ambulance take us to a different hospital. So as they were waiting for the hosp- the ambulance to come, sorry, this mama just passed out, right? You know, she just fell unconscious and they, they panicked and they just decided that, you know what, might as well prepare, prepare the cremation site. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Th- this family is quick. <laughs> um, 
So the local media reported that she started. Uh, okay, so no, even backtracking. Yeah. So the so yeah, the family thought she's dead. Oh, God. The family thought she was dead and they prepared her body and, you know, moments before Mm -hmm. the body was about to be set on fire or before things got lit, uh, she decided to just wake up like, yo, hold up. What is going on? Imagine that. (laughs) The fuck are you guys doing? (laughs) Yeah. So she panicked, of course. I mean, she was crying. Yeah. And uh, the doctors just decided, like, you know what, just you can just come in back to the hospital. We'll, we'll give you, we'll attend to you. Yeah. So now there's, oh, no, now there's space. On the bright side. Mm-hmm. Almost got burned alive, but on the bright side, I'm getting treated now. So it looks like for you to get treatment, you just have to, like, almost die. Yeah, sort of fake your own death, something. Mm-hmm. I just go through a traumatic, nearly burning alive. But that's going to be a, such an interesting family reunion. Yeah. Like, oh guys heard of a pulse checking a pulse (laughs) remember that time we always burned grandma (laughs) so strange at least she shouldn't feel bad if she like writes them out of her will or anything (laughs) um and still in india um you know with covid going on the devastation of covid19 in the country um indians have accelerated a wave of using a new remedy Mm -hmm. uh, a preventative remedy uh cow dung Oh. Using cow dung to as an exotic treatment to try and ward off COVID. Mm-hmm. So I think it involves just a dung bath. Just smear <laughs> your body with this sounds like a Gwyneth Paltrow like remedy. I don't know. Uh, like with her with her goop. <laughs> goop. All you have to do is just <laughs> some cow manure. <laughs> yeah. Uh so yeah, uh medical officials though have stepped in to affirm that there's no proof backed by science that makes this practice ev- effective. True. Yeah. But, um, you know, we can't really make fun of them for this uh-uh. because um, this aligns with the strong Indian belief where cows are considered sac- sacred and uh, cotton has always been used for rituals with therapeutic and antiseptic uh, beliefs. So it's a sad state of affairs since a prominent pharmaceutical company manager came out to say that the practice had helped him heal from COVID-19, mm-hmm. which now is adding to people believing that he, le- he legitimized it, essentially. You know, it's reached a point where, like, the pandemic is so bad, people would just believe anything. Yeah, but we can't even, like you said, we can't judge. Yeah, no, but <laughs> the fact that the doctors yeah. came out to say, like, yo, you guys should probably, like not use this method because it could lead to the spread of other diseases. Right. Because doctors warn that using this method, basically it could lead to the spread of other diseases. Yeah. So yeah, it's quite unfortunate that even when evidence is backed by science, people are still going to believe that, yo, this is going to save me. Yeah. And you have to resort to these other things when your government Mm -hmm. is not helping so, you know, we could end up there. Sure, we're not getting a second dose. Mm-hmm. So we might be using the dung meth- method ourselves. Here might as well try. So you never know. Mm-hmm. But on to hacks that actually work. Mm-hmm. There's a man from Denmark named Armin Adamjan. Who, he came up with a very ridiculous formula that actually works. Mm-hmm. In your head, he's yeah. here. So he experimented with two plants of the same kind, uh, which had similar soil type. And he decided to add... Uh, hair, like hair from his head, mm-hmm. to one and left the other one without. Yeah. And he actually got some interesting results out of this. 
So Armin says that he came up with the trick after wanting to find a purpose for his stray hairs. <laughs> wow. He can afford stray hairs. Yeah. Just sweep them up and throw them out, bro. <laughs> taking the locks taking the locks left over from his hairbrush, he decided to see what would happen if he put them in soil. Okay. And the obvious plants. Yeah. I must be really bored. That's have, like, I was a lot just <laughs> thinking that, like, boredom, man. Hey, boredom leads to innovation. It's mm. okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he learned that um, hair is rich in nitrogen, yeah. which is crucial in the growth of plants. And without nitrogen, plants turn yellow and have stunted growth. Mm. So over the next six weeks, the plant with hair uh, grew faster and taller than the one without fertilizer companies are shaking in their boots right now <laughs> yes but would this work with i don't know if this would work with black girls for sea hair oh mm. he needs to further the experiment yeah uh and not to mention like the infrequent, our infrequent wash days but i think this is right up the alley for for white girls yeah i mean they're sh- constantly shedding a, a, a strong breeze mm-hmm. and they've shed a, <laughs> a lot so unfortunately people like um the Rock, Dwayne Johnson, cannot afford to Sorry, do Dwayne. Sorry, yeah. Bell, people. In other news, an ex-Pandora employee by the name Ferrero Rocher. <laughs> chocolate, hot chocolate. Mm-hmm. Okay, hot chocolate. No. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Continue. So he was doing the damn thing when, after she was, ex- what the fuck? Ferrero, who's Ferrero Rocher? It's the girl. It's a lady. Great. She's a woman. Okay. Sour. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> The nigga is the one who is cheating. Great. Sell it. Okay. And other news, Mm. an ex-Pindora employee by the name Ferrero Rocher Mm. was out doing the damn deed after she exposed a customer that came in to buy two rings. Mm -hmm. So So one one was to be given. One was to be given to his girlfriend and the other was to to be given to his mistress. And in this scenario, it prompted her to put up a post in regards to this situation. Okay, so f- uh, so this just happened uh, a few moments before she was said to quit, before she quit so the store, which is actually located in Montreal, Montreal, Canada. Mm-hmm. And she posted a video and uploaded it on TikTok, amassing millions of views. And uh, she wrote, if your boyfriend's name is Jake and he lives in Montreal, he just bought two rings. <laughs> For his girl and his side piece, here are the two rings. You deserve better. Yeah, she, she captured the post also. She captioned the post, gotta support my girls. Yeah, and I don't know. How do you feel about this? Um, I don't know. I'm kind of team mind your business. Mm-hmm. I think she's, she's doing a lot. She's overdoing it. She's overdoing it. Well, it depends on how this dude came in. You know, his energy when he was buying these rings. He was like, yo, yeah, <laughs> here to get rings for my hose. Okay, uh, fine. <laughs> oh, you think Shut that down. It? Shut that down. Okay. But if he was just, you know, discreetly like, hey, I just I need two rings. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. What do you think? Personally, I think just mind your business. Just the same. I'm on, yeah. we're on the same page. Because this clip, when he was posted and when he went up, mm-hmm. uh, it ended up being viewed by a friend of one of the girls. And, well... We all know how that ended. Yeah. I mean, maybe this this employee was too quick to judge. Maybe it mm-hmm. was a throuple situation. You know, yeah. Could be. You know. Mm-hmm. We're in 2021. Come on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. But hmm, maybe we have, like, fuckboy mentality if we're thinking <laughs> this. 
what do you guys think? Please let us know. Holla yeah. at us and let us know. Mm-hmm. I'm team mind your business. Same. <clears throat> and speaking of couples, mm-hmm. this is actually a couple, couple. Couples in situations. This, uh, a couple, Victoria Pust. Pustovitova. Pustovitova. Yeah. Who's 28. And her boyfriend, Alexander Kudle, mm-hmm. who's 33, from Kariv, Ukraine, decided to chain themselves together for three months in a bid to save their relationship. Three months? Yeah. They ended up breaking the world record as a result and are still going strong, keeping the chains for a while longer. <laughs> so the, one, of the, one of the guys said, we used to break up once or twice a week. When during another fight, Vika once said that we had to take a break. And uh, I replied, then I will attach you to myself. Alexander is the one who told Vika, like, uh, so to curb all this, we will just stick together. Yeah. Who needs a relationship coach when you can just buy metal chains? (laughs) Yeah. They're really bringing new meaning to that. Chain, chain, chain. Uh (laughs) (laughs) And uh, the couple, though, having confessed, feeling fed up with one another at first, they've now vowed to remain chained together until their wedding, which is wild because they're not even engaged yet. (laughs) Like, how's that going to work? They're like just three more months being linked and then maybe we'll get engaged. (laughs) And then, oh my God, plan our wedding linked together. Mm -hmm. This sounds like a nightmare. No, yeah. But they're actually planning to use this stunt to try and get themselves a reality show hmm, uh, to, you know, to get rich and at the end engage in charity. Uh, and they expect figures calculating around three million. Oh, they're aiming high. Real high. Well, well if the end goal doesn't result into the expected money, then if I was her, I'd want the three months I wasted <laughs> savoring her partner's <laughs> Farts. I know. How does how does this work in the loo? Maybe it's like a long chain where they have a bit of space. Someone mm-hmm. can enter the like. Talk about mm. romance is dead. No more mystery. No more privacy too. Ugh. But m- anyway, marriage ain't got nothing on these guys' bond. Mm-hmm. See, these guys are using uh, chains when usually marriage is just tying the knot. Yeah. They've already jumped. They've leapfrogged that. Mm-hmm. over tying the knot what a way to have chains as a primary tool for breaking a world record and secondarily as equipment for a spiced up bds time (laughs) a bdsm sex time (laughs) they just have the it's handy it's just ready to go Mm -hmm. anytime they (laughs) get going yeah so they're like you know they'll be like you know we really have a special bond Mm -hmm. it's reinforced steel (laughs) (laughs) a literal (laughs) special bond well, while some are locking each other together, mm-hmm. an American woman named Cassie is trying to remove a lock of love. So let me explain this. Cassie, mm-hmm. now referred to online as the petty woman, she documented herself traveling 6,000 miles from Los Angeles to Seoul to remove a love lock from a tourist attraction, the Namsen Tower, which racks millions of viewership. <laughs> Let's tell her. So Cassie and her ex had traveled to the top of the Namsan, Namsan Tower yeah. in Seoul mm-hmm. back in 2019 to add a pad, you know, their padlock of love uh, before returning in the spring of, before she now returned in the spring of 2021 to remove it out of pettiness, she mm-hmm. told Insider. <laughs> and Namsan Tower has become a major tourist attraction for couples attaching padlocks often inscribed with their initials or a heartfelt message to symbolize their undying love for each other. 
to the railing there. It's attached to the railing, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you, in the clip, you can see her taking, a, she takes a flight to Seoul, buying a pair of pliers, <laughs> riding the cable cut up to the tower and doing the damn thing. When she arrives, she searches through the locks until she finds the one that belonged to her and her ex and she cuts it loose. She actually found it. Yeah. That's dedication. <laughs> she was. She did not travel those thousands of miles to not find it. Mm-hmm. That is the ultimate closure. <laughs> Love to see Cassie's are not settling for bullshit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do people in open relationships do with these bad locks? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you just, <laughs> just kind of place it on the fence. You don't lock it. <laughs> we open. <laughs> Literally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Speaking of... Uh, Seoul and Asia, basically. <laughs> so in Japan, uh-huh. there's a dating site called Omiyai. It's Japan's basically Japan's biggest dating site, and it was hacked with over 6.8 million users' data exposed. Yikes! Mm-hmm. The, uh, the hackers leaked ID photos, insurance, and passport information. Luckily, credit card data wasn't yeah uh all their cheat all the cheating partners had their business advertised for the world to see mm. the courts must have been appealed uh, appealed by the number of requested marriage annulments happening at that time you know and why are hackers hacking data sites and not crucial sites like say student loan right right maybe they're just practicing maybe mm-hmm. hackers you've gotten your practice in now put you put the work to the right things, yeah. <laughs> release our debt. Mm-hmm. This incident, I think, is also is also bad for catfishers. Yeah, now they they've been busted. They've mm-hmm. been re- revealed. <laughs> and over the past few years, different websites have been hacked. We have seen this happening with AshleyMadison.com, which was a dating site for like side. Yeah, it's wow, chicks and dudes. Right? Uh-huh. It was hacked back in 2015. And then we've seen Ireland's healthcare site uh, also facing a similar issue. You know, it makes me wonder, like, with all our information just being out there, mm-hmm. um, what happened to all the Huduma number data? Yeah, mm-hmm. good question. Well, Seeing that those of us who didn't get it, huh, we mm-hmm. were thinking, we, we smart. knew. Smart. Be <laughs> <laughs> smart. And <laughs> speaking of couples, mm-hmm. Or couples plus. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> um, musical artist Rita Ora and her movie director boyfriend Taika Waititi have been seen. Uh, they've been together for a, a minute. Mm-hmm. And recently some pictures surfaced of them being cozy with a third person. Yeah. None other than the queen, Tessa Thompson, mm-hmm. uh, who's also in Thor. She plays Valkyrie mm-hmm. in the Thor movie. And yeah, so the three of them were seen canoodling. The, the three were all smiles, having drinks, and, you know, kissing, wrapping their arms around each other. Must be nice. Mm-hmm. You know, Tiger's out here pulling chicks. Two chicks. Mm-hmm. When I can't even get the attention of chicks, like just baby chicken, <laughs> let alone a human chick. You can, you know, get some inspiration. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the pictures uh, and videos show them kissing. And you know what? I love that for them. Yeah. And love it. <laughs> in one video, there was the, the three of them were together making out. Then there was just like a fourth person. I don't know if it was a stranger or not, but yeah. a fourth person on the side who was just sitting there, just watching, <laughs> and just like rocking his legs like back and forth. 
you know, like fourth wheeling, basically. Ultimate fourth wheel. But seriously, Max, if you if you found yourself, you were just having a drink on a patio, uh-huh. then you you turn and you see Taika Waititi, Tessa Thompson, Rita Ora, bitch, don't yes, tell yes. me you would not <clears throat> pull look, up and just stare. sit there with your hey. <laughs> I would I would have been that person mm-hmm. and probably creepier, just really <laughs> eyes locked, not yeah. even pretending I'm not staring, uh-huh. full on. <laughs> But it's just because I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan of those guys. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not a creep. Speaking of fans, mm-hmm. uh, there's a man in Austria who was not a fan of the hospital mm-hmm. because the hospital amputated his leg. His leg was scheduled. His left leg was scheduled to be amputated, mm-hmm. but they ended up amputating the wrong leg, and then they blamed they blamed it on human error and called it a tragic mistake. Ati, ati, human error. Obviously, it was human error. Something like some robot walked in and cut off the wrong leg. But uh, he was suffering, this elderly patient was suffering from actually multiple illnesses. Yeah. Uh, you know, previous sicknesses had affected his legs to the point that that now left leg needed amputation. Yeah, and despite the quality assurance standards, the wrong leg was amputated still, you know, even after reassurance. And uh, the mistake was first noticed during a bandage change. Then the hospital's medical, clinical medical director says, we have to find out how this failure, this mistake could happen. I would like to apologize publicly here. So that's what he said, right? Mm. And um, the patient did not initially recognize the mistake because, well, you know, he was sick, very, very sick. And let's also say, like, the 82-year-old man was asked to confirm beforehand, like, yo, so this is the right leg, yeah. But his articulation was limited because, again, he was sick. Yeah. And the error appears to have been made shortly before the operation when the leg that was amputated was marked. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, the patient, this um, man, has been offered psychological assistance and must still undergo another operation to, re- to remove the left leg, the right leg, which is the left leg. Yeah, that's really unfortunate because basically before even the operation, they just got off the wrong foot. <laughs> I mean, how could they do this to an 82-year-old man? He's, he's literally on his last leg. He definitely must hate leg day. <laughs> this hospital really put the wrong foot forward. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm putting my foot down. Like, that's enough. Yeah. Right, foot down. He needs to get financial assistance. Mm-hmm. That's what they need. Not, not uh, psychological help. Pay this man. <laughs> Yeah, and instead of Ati offering him psychological assistance, mm-hmm. they need to pay him. They need to foot his bill. Mad. <laughs> yeah. But and uh, on that note of us putting our foot down, uh, we have come to the end of this week's episode. So thank you guys for joining us on this episode. Make sure to follow us on all our social media platforms on at New Spider Catalyst. I've been your host, Maxine Chaka. And Shiko Waidaka. See you next week. With the tribe, it's a new age groove. One step at a time, and we move to the tune while we're set in the style. No, it is what it is. Chamu